Kiora Koto, everyone. Welcome to Queenstown Live Podcast. I still need a jingle. Still haven't got one. Um, it's a Tuesday. Um, it's been pretty warm today. About 10 degrees here in Queenstown. Um, and I'm here with the awesome Sky McFarlane, who is naturopath and medicinal herbalist. Correct. Yeah, medical herbalist. Medical, medical herbalist. herbalist. Uh, living in yeah, Dunedin. We'll yes. Um, with a baby of nearly who is nearly four. Can you believe it? And founder of yeah. Fred, which is epic. Um, Harry Mai. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Thank now you. I ask you, how are you and how are you? Two different layers I'm, to that question. Oh, good, good, and. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're doing okay. I think I, yeah, I was just like I, I was just thinking it's a bit of a um, strange day today. Back to level one, so lots more, a lot more people out and about, um, which is good. Went back to my favourite coffee shop and had a good sit down, so I'm I'm happy with that. And um, and my mother-in-law came down today, so she bought wine and food and cheese and crackers. So good day, good day. So good. <laughs> now I'm I'm just staring at a face behind you on a cushion, which everybody can't see. <laughs> Who is that? I want to know. No, no, I want to know who that is. Ryan Gosling. I thought it was Ryan Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's epic. I'd like to lay my head down on Ryan Gosling. My husband loves it. That is brilliant. uh, That's the equivalent of my throw pillow. Brilliant. I mean, what else do you need? Glass of wine? Yeah. Uh, I've not even got water. It's rubbish. Totally running around um, now. Aww. So we're in level one, which is, so I've been listening back to a few of these, and I hardly ever listen to them because I hate the sound of my own voice, which a lot of people do. Um, but it's really interesting go listening back to when you're in it and then you're slowly coming out of it. So tell mm. us about who was in your bubble for level four. So well, the whole way through. So Jed, my husband, and my son Fred. So we live about twenty-five minutes just outside of Dunedin. So yeah. we—that was our bubble, um, and that's effectively our normal bubble. Um, and to be honest, apart from I work from home, so Fred's in, in preschool three days a week, um, and Jed works four days a week as a design engineer in town. And so I, I'm usually at home by myself doing what I do and um so yeah it was a bit odd for me having everyone at home I was a little bit like okay you can all move now um but um, (laughs) because it was it was it was just not my usual and um I struggled with it a bit I I really did I kind of had you know I have my own routines and 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 that kind of throughout the went out the window because Jed was working normally and um, so that meant I was just hanging with Fred, which was good, but also quite uh, exhausting. Um, yeah, so for the first couple of weeks, I didn't love it. And then we kind of just got used to what our normal was. Um, and we just kind of went from there. And because we live out kind of out in the farm, um, in the weekends and stuff, we don't often go too many places. So it wasn't really that hard for us you know like yeah. it was just the, yeah it was and it was lovely for Jed and Fred because they got to hang out more um yeah so that was us in lockdown the only thing I was really well there were a couple of things I was missing but um I missed the beach so we live um it's about a short distance to drive to the beach um and obviously you couldn't drive yeah to go for a walk so um I mean we have land so to walk around so we were very lucky but I I, I have I grew up with the beach it was a big part of 
you know, what I love. So I struggled with that, but um, really we were, we were, we were fine. We were so fine. And did you, did you have a a conversation about, um, because I remember talking to lots of people about, did you have that conversation about, one about roles, because often women don't end up taking on that stuff? Yeah, I wish we did. I'm, I'm probably not that adult, really, when it comes to that sort of stuff. I like to kind of, I, I, well, I kind of got a little bit resentful. Um, and I was saying to a, a friend of ours, Manisha, and a few, um, uh, you know, other friends, it kind of reminded me of that time when you were at home with the newborn and, um, and you just can't do anything. And yeah. I was not prepared for that at all with, um, <laughs> with Fred as a baby. And I, I, I was absolutely devastated at the yeah. loss of self and the loss of freedom and the, what my perception of and, and, it, and it was. Um, and I, I struggled, um, struggled with that. And I struggled with that in lockdown. I kind of yeah. was like, quite resentful of, of yeah just kind of like well what about me I have you know I've got things to do I yeah. you know um my time and that sort of stuff um kind of got into a better um mix with stuff because I'd be talking to people on the phone for consultations or meetings I'd have to have and then he'd flick in with um Jed for a bit but the interesting dynamics or the differences between when Fred was with me um and he's much more um he was, you know, he's he's much more needy um, than he was with his dad. So, you know, yeah. he'd quite happily sit and and with Jed and draw and do all those quiet things, which he would never do with me. Yeah, and you're like, so, why, why don't you do that with me? Yeah, why <laughs> are you sitting on me? Why does there is a whole couch here? Why are we? You know? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. So no, we didn't really um, have that conversation, but we kind of worked it out as we went on. But yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely um struggled. <laughs> And did you did you notice that? Did oh was that is that because I know I've spoken I've spoken to a friend of mine the other day and, and she said you know I'm only just reflecting on that time I didn't reflect when I was in it because it was just too crazy um, I'm actually just looking back and thinking about stuff that happened. Did you notice anything about yourself in it or are you just kind of looking back now and going? I I, I did after those first two weeks because those first two weeks I was really really just really angry and I have that tendency to quite irritable and quite angry um instead of kind of saying my piece which you know it's obviously a lesson and I need to keep learning but um the so I kind of was just just irritated by everything and I was just constantly like all I'm doing is getting up and entertaining and cleaning and cooking and yeah and and I I mean I did feminist studies at school and I did all that stuff and you know and I would be reading all those articles much like I did when I was at home with Fred um and it just kind of just reminded it just made me feel quite wound up about it and um yeah and I mean the articles that are coming out now talking about you know coronavirus and the and the and the you know the burden and the and all that sort of stuff that falls on um on on women and and the traditional roles all of us um and that sort of stuff so yeah I think I noticed that kind of two weeks in and then once I kind of was like well no actually I'm getting up um and going for a walk and I'm doing that and then you know that worked out I mean at least I kind of I mean I see you know I'm going to go for this walk and we have a um a container up on our um property that we have woofers stay in and and you know I went up there and watched Netflix so yep. that was fun I was supposed to be walking Self-care so, all you know <laughs> that was good. but yeah I mean so yeah so 
not for the first two weeks. I didn't. And then after a while, I'm like, this feels familiar. <laughs> I've been here before. I know. So, totally. Yeah. So in terms mm. of your flicking to your work now, so you, yeah. um, you work, you do consultations with people and you chat to people about what's going on for them. Um, how do they generally yeah. find you? Well, I, I, I mean, I'm a bit of a, a, I'm not a fan or, I mean, I've not, I've been fl- like flit in and out of clinic um, as, as a naturopath. I'm not, I, I don't really like being in clinic. What I like doing is telling people, or giving people advice. Um, I, I feel like um, natural health is commodified. I, I struggle a lot with the industry um, um, because those who can afford it, I mean, those who need it can't afford it, and those yeah, who for, yeah, can yeah, afford yeah. it yeah. have so many different resources available to them, and I yeah. struggle with that. Um, I retrained, I mean, originally I trained as a um, journalist. I did a media, um, and then I retrained again I was going to work in development studies and then we went traveling and my father um was unwell when I was younger um, when he was about 15 he got um cancer and he went and tried all these natural therapies and bits and pieces and I kind of looked at the industry and I thought there's something cool there you know natural health and and helping people and um so that's why I retrained to do it so I kind of I worked for a company over I mean I've been working with them over the last nearly 10 months and I just would do online consults, so have a chat to people um, on the phone or on Zoom. And obviously, over lockdown, people didn't have a lot to do, so I was kind of yeah. <laughs> having chats with people. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that was yeah, what I was yeah. doing, and writing content and um, and generally yeah, and people come to you because I know I've I I've spoken to my friend who's naturopath, and I went to see her. But for me, it was like she said, you know, often you'll get people who'll get to a point where they don't, you know, it gets so bad and you leave it till it's yeah. so late and then you go, I need yeah. some help. Why don't yeah. we do that earlier? Or why, you know, we, we I, I know my own history with food and the, the you know, yeah. always a history around that for everybody, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. What you've been brought up and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And I still, I still am making myself aware of food and teaching that to my child. Why do we leave yeah. it so late? What's what's that? I mean, to be honest, I think it's getting slightly better because it's a bit more becoming slightly more. I mean, I say accepted, but probably more it's probably not the right word. Uh, yeah, yes, which is a concern in itself. But I yeah. think I think with natural health, um, I think Kiwis are pretty. You know, like they go to the doctor, you get told you know you get a pill you get whatever and I think what we see and this is entirely my my take but a lot of what we're seeing nowadays with what's coming through is um chronic conditions and yeah. chronic conditions are possibly due to the way we live in regards to stress and in the modern way of living um and I feel I mean I don't get me wrong I think doctors in medicine and mainstream medicine are amazing definitely would I mean I would go I go um all that sort of stuff but I feel like with chronic conditions like things that are popping up like fibromyalgia or um you know those chronic fatigues and all those sorts of things that people can't possibly like can't quite find a a solution with with mainstream medicine I think that that's where they kind of want to explore natural health and I I think um I think also part of it is that we just bat along because we're like, I oh, will be right. It'll be yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, like I'm so, yeah. I'm sure it was sort of, and, and cost, cost. It's not funded. It's not subsidized. Um, 
I'm, you know, if I was in clinic and a lot of the people I trained with, and we know a lot, but the ones that did become clinicians, um, you're asking people to invest a lot of money that they don't necessarily have. Um, And, and unfortunately um, there are some people in our industry that also then go, right, okay, it's $90 to come see me. And then, you know, you need to buy these $400 worth of supplements, which none of us can sustain Um, one, to take it physically, that's too many things. Um, and the cost, the cost yeah. is huge. Yeah. So I think there's a whole raft of different reasons why we leave it to the last minute. And sadly, I think when natural health is awesome, it's preventative health. Yeah, totally. like, um, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, good, why is good food not, why shouldn't be, why shouldn't good food be available to everybody? Like that's, yeah. a, you know, it's, it's such a, makes me so mad that you know that know. that thing is only available to that person and that person can only get hold of yep. that thing um, and i had a conversation with that about you know when we were talking i mean obviously with what's going on in the world with black lives matter and everything and and in the inbuilt assumptions that people have about different people and um and that sort of stuff about oh well you know they eat this food and they eat that food and i'm trying to say well <laughs> you know we all grow up um, as we grow up and we only know what we know and like I think with food like I I literally get up to eat that is literally my main focus is what I'm going to eat for the day so it was very important that my child was was also interested in food but I have and had the luxury of being able to stay at home with him um, and cook his food and be able to choose from ingredients that aren't necessarily within reach for some people um and that is really kind of the driver of why I wanted to start Fred Fred's um, because I think that, you know, I mean, obviously that first thousand days we know is super important yeah, for development yeah, yeah. and yeah. for everything, but that's entirely, entirely important for food. I mean, what we eat literally does come, you know, forms ourselves and does all that stuff too. But there is all this research that talks about, um, you know, like the, the building blocks of our, um, our taste receptors, how we're building our brains, how we're building our, our preferences in life. Um, you know, kind of exposing your children to a variety of tastes, not assuming that they want, that they're only going to want sweet stuff, you know, like that sort of stuff has massive repercussions. Yeah, 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 a massive effect for what they'll be like when they're they're older, Um, let alone, you know, like um, just general taste and enjoying it through, but also for obesity and their flow-on effects for like type 2 diabetes and blood sugars and all that sort of stuff, which have very real effects. Yeah. yeah, and I know Sorry. when I had when and I, I when she, you know, she's eaten. Well, her, I mean, she's Chinese heritage had all food. Like we started her off on, she had everything, like everything placed mm-hmm. in front of her, and now she eats literally anything. And we'll we'll like we'll try it and go, no, you can stick that. I'm not eating that again. And then you know, you know, they're like the next day they yeah. want. But I know from my background where I come from, my. Mum was that whole, you know, good food and bad food, which drives me mad. Oh, yeah. um, and yeah, some yeah. things are treats and some things are not. And it's like, it's just food. It's just yeah. food. Why have we created this thing where we're scared of certain foods and we can't eat certain foods past a certain time and we can't? It, it drives me yeah. mad. And, and I remember, I, I, I distinctly remember being about probably about seven or eight and going to a friend's house and they had this cupboard that was filled with crisps like filled with crisps uh-huh. and chocolate yeah, and it yeah. was just there and they could have it 
they, it was just there. It wasn't a, a locked cupboard. It was just covered with all the stuff in it. And me and my sister went crazy every time we went there because we were never allowed in. And my yeah. friend who lived there was like, meh, I'll, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'll have it if it's there and if it's not, I don't care. And the difference yeah. between us was just so interesting because it was so forbidden for us to eat that food. And yeah. then, and then that, that chain link just carried on and on and on. I know, as it does. I mean, like the first year you leave home, you know, you're like, sweet deal, takeaways 24-7. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's it's just built. I mean, food is so emotive in any yeah. way. Like, yeah. I mean, we use it for everything. We use yeah. it to show love. We use it to show, you know, when we're sad, we use it for, we use it for everything. Um, and it's something we have to do. We have to eat every day. So I think, and I think with kids, you know, it's been really interesting chatting with parents and stuff. And I mean, Fred is a he's not he's like me he eats everything so I had to test on other kids you know these recipes and um and then and then talking about like you know children eating and all that sort of stuff and I'm just like it's it's just the one thing that they can control because nothing is in control as a child you know when they're little they control nothing but what they eat so you know you can see and of course as parents all we want a is a good night's sleep too that you know like that that, to know that they've eaten something decent or eaten something and it's such a hard time to navigate and it's a hard thing to know we we started when Rinna started to eat we used to give her um uh grated liver into her hot egg yolk because of that Mm. like that was it and she like the smell of it for me was like oh my god she used to, you know, I wouldn't have been good with it. She used to absolutely pour it all over us, and we were like, "Get yeah. that protein in." But um, some of my yeah. friends are like, "Oh my god, you gave that to a baby," and I'm like, "A baby doesn't know," and a baby, she completely they loves don't. It. And I was like, "Yeah, they don't." Carry on. Well, I mean, and and that's the thing, and that's kind of like you know when you're introducing solids, you have to be aware of how you're doing it, and you know you might hate broccoli, but just don't kind of show that because yeah. they will pick up on it. Yeah. They they they're sponges. We know that. I mean, God, they parrot stuff back to us. So, um, <laughs> and I and I struggle. I know this. I know this. I hear him, and I'm like, shit, that's me. Yeah. No, um. Please. So. I mean, and I and I think like going back to like what you were saying with the who you know the haves and have nots, I guess with with access to food, it's it's it, it's kind of like natural health too, I guess. It's the um those who have the the disposable income or the or the luxury to choose the better foods or the knowledge. The knowledge is kind of you know a large part of it too. It's like you know everyone's doing the best they can, and if the best yeah. they can yeah. do is 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 chips and wheat and you know like um bread whatever if that's it and potatoes then that's that's great that's the best they can do so we can't we can't like be hard on people if that's all they know and possibly that's how they were brought up and and also that knowledge is key because that whole thing about growing your own food you know i Mm. i remember first growing my food my own food when i was probably in my late early 30s and i'm like Mm. what look back now i'm like I mean, I don't hardly ever, I still don't do much of it, but that whole process of planting something mm. and watching it and then eating it is yeah. the most yeah. mind blowing experience. And then you teach yeah. somebody else to do it. And then that flow on effect is yep. unbelievable. And it's kind of like a fuck you to supermarkets in that I can do this myself and I don't need you to provide that for me. It's just, it's but so insane. empowering to people. And it is. And it, I think a large 
part of it, and I say this because I literally grow nothing. My husband does it all. Um, I am not very good at growing things, but I will eat it. But the, the, it's, I think when you are aware of like, say flour, you know, like when you like start growing stuff and you're like, Oh my God, like how many wheat plants is it to make flour? Like, or rice. My mind was blown about rice. Like I was, I mean, we obviously don't grow rice, but when I started realizing, I was like, Oh my God, like how not wasteful, but how removed we are from what we consume and how cheap it is yeah. <laughs> how cheap it is to yeah. buy this stuff and I mean obviously being on the other side of of you know Jed, Jed growing it all and you see the effort and the and the time and and all that to, to go into the into growing it and then what farmers get paid you're kind of like okay that's different but um but yeah but also like I mean like we were saying too like even if you're not growing veggies if you don't have space to if you're renting or whatever it's just you know, you could buy somebody a shitload of veggies, but if they don't know what to do with it, they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So like, we can't, we can't, you know, blame them for that. Yeah. So. No, totally. Yeah. Totally. Oh my God. Food. So going back to food, um, we're going to go into your quick fire round. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, favorite Sorry. vegetable that you'd have to eat for the rest of your life. Oh, my, the rest of my life. You only have one. Mm, carrot. Carrots. Carrots are pretty good. Um, do you know how to make proper UK tea? Well, is it strong? Like, I mean, are you meaning like with tea leaves? I watched like, a video today about some an American woman who made tea as she thought it would be made in the UK. And, oh, my God, the world was over. No. <laughs> it was bad. No, I, so bad. Okay. So bad. Well, I make, I make tea. I have tea leaves that I put in a teapot and a tiny dish of milk. That would well be done. Milk, but I don't. Well done. That's a very okay, northern thank you. way. Thank you. My way. Okay. Um, okay. Spring or oh. autumn? Oh, autumn. Um, a job you thought you might do as a child? Lawyer. I always wanted to be a lawyer, and at the last minute, I changed to journalism. I regret it deeply. <laughs> Always been a regret of mine. Uh, one album you listen to forever? Ooh, um, ooh, good. Oh, Life from Mars, Ben Harper. Ooh, good answer. Uh, mountain or sea? No, I did you ask me that? No, I didn't. Mountain or sea? sea. Definitely sea. Uh, do you have a favourite New Zealand biscuit? Um, a New Zealand biscuit? Or a biscuit uh, that you like to. Frequently. I like weirdly I like those Kingston biscuits I don't know where it comes from but I often I like I very rarely buy them but they're like sweet and salty and like usually really cheap so they're like nasty ears but they're so good, good. <laughs> do. I don't know if I have a horrible feeling they're Australian but let's go with that <laughs> no offense um what would your last meal be oh oh last meal probably probably oh jitsu spicy tofu salad so and and yeah if you're ever in Dunedin the spicy tofu salad it's massive and it's got mandarins and it's great I'm hopefully going to be every time I go there I pretend that I'm going to order something different so I look at the menu and everybody knows and then you never do you never oh 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 
I'll do the spicy type. Oh yeah, and people are Just like, when you walk in, they're like, oh, she's here again. We know what she's going to have. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And and a uh, something that you've been listening to or watching that you'd like to recommend? Oh, I listening to or watching. It was really trashy, but I, I kind of liked it. It was called The Split. It was a British drama on TVNZ. Um, it was, it was, you know, you didn't have to think. So that was easy. So Ooh. I've been watching that. And I'm reading a whole lot of interesting new books on, on it's probably similar to you, on um, whiteness in New Zealand and race relations. So that's yeah. been interesting too. Well done. So nice work. Um, thank you so much. Tell me what you're going to go and do exactly right now. Finish the rest of my wine. <laughs> That's better than I'm going to go and put the washing machine on. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. Let's see, rubbish. Um, thank you so much for giving up part of your evening. That's okay. And talking to us. <laughs> and we will you. catch up very soon. Cool. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>